This audio presentation of You Are God is broadcast to you courtesy of MindworthyInfo.com and it is presented to you by yours truly, Rasheel Dixon. The purpose of You Are God is to break down the Bible and to show you that the Bible is nothing more than allegory and it isn't meant to be taken literally. But throughout the ages, men has been taking the Bible literally and by doing this, they have diminished the true mystical fact that lies within the Bible. You Are God is here to break down the Bible and to show you that all the characters, places, or events is nothing more than different states of man's consciousness personified as characters, places, or events. Brothers and sisters, I thank you so much for joining me today. And as usual, please go on over to mindworthyinfo.com and subscribe. Today, we talk about when the Father speaks. Yes, this Father that speaks is all throughout nature, all throughout us. And when you see it, you understand it. Man has took natural instances and personified it as a male figure because man modified and man characterized everything as a man. Um, the father that speaks, we can see it also if you were to take a strawberry and plant a strawberry and the sun that helps grow this strawberry and the water that helps water this and that grows and the same energy that is found that helps grow this strawberry and now we eat the strawberries that is now harvest and that same energy flows through us and that vibe and that would be considered as the father some will say God has helped us and God grew the strawberries God gave us strawberries God gave us fruits gave us abundance of a harvest however you characterize this you understand the science man studies science and come up with innovation to understand what's going on because there's an infinite intelligence behind everything and when you understand this and you see it, you will reap the benefits of it. And you know when the Father speaks, you must listen because it is nothing more than wise words. One God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 6. So we know there is one God because there is one creator and creation is always happening. If you were to put a dead body in a grave, Eventually, it will be overtaken by critters and life will be forming out of this dead body and maggots and all of the earthworms will take it and life will absorb that energy that was once flowing through that body and it will also help preserve and help the soil. So life is always going and it's farther energy is always flowing through everything so when you see that there is one God and father of all who is above all so that's also that energy and that infinite intelligence above us all and it flows through all through everything through the plants that we eat plants that we grow the animals that we eat everything that we know and our thoughts shall always shine and glow so we know that it is also in you all so as I say that God and that force and that energy flows through everything that is flowing and everything that is going and when you seek more knowledge it is that father that is calling you so now we understand this and when we see it we should analyze it and look deeper and you have a deeper understanding you have something that is pulling you and you want to find out more and you're spiritually you're starting to awaken and when you start to wake you start to and you must understand that have we not all one father hath not one God created us. Why do we deal treacherously every man against his brother by profaning the covenant of our fathers? 
Malachi chapter 2 verse 10. First we must know what Malachi means in Hebrew. It means my messenger or my angel. So when you get that message inside you and that angel which is your instinct and you are just somewhat understanding that there is more. You gain the wisdom in you and there is something that is pulling you. You're listening to this show because you want more knowledge when it comes to your spiritual life and building your spirituality. You are going and doing things and you're trying to figure out everything. And when you're trying to figure things out, sometimes you go through a trial and error process. But it is all good because if you use your mind wisely, you will learn more. So we see that have we not all one father? Has not one God created us? It's that same intelligence that I was speaking of. Creation is always going. So why do we deal treacherously every man against his brother? You'll see Christians will go to church and they will talk bad about each other and they will be filled with deceit. But then they will run around and scream this whole Jesus, Jesus loves me, Jesus story, Jesus that and Jesus this. And when you deal in treacherous acts against another, you're doing it to yourself because love thy neighbor because thy neighbor is you and you are your neighbor. But when you forget this you will corrode your inner being and you will be a miserable person. Look how many people have forgotten this and by them not being aware and forgetting this, they are living in misery. I know you probably see tons of people in your day-to-day -day life who are claiming to be spiritual, claiming to be this, claiming to be that, but it's just claims because they don't understand this true principles of spirituality. They think that going to a place of worship one day of the week and screaming this God's name or that, but then they live a life of treachery and a life of deceit throughout the rest of the week and they will backbite someone or talk about someone or do things that's not according to what it's supposed to be. And by doing this, they ruin themselves. And when you ruin yourself, you cause nothing but massive issues and a great amount of problems within your life. And that is probably the worst thing that a person can ever do because when you do that you cause hell upon yourself and brothers and sisters causing yourself hell is the worst thing I see so many people are living in hell and they will call themselves godly but they don't understand the true meaning of being godly a father of the fatherless and a judge of the widows is God in his holy habitation Psalm 68 verse 5 so we see a father of the fatherless and a judge of the widows. A father of the fatherless. When you start to wake up and you understand that there's more to life and see that this inner God is in you and there's a calling. Before you were fatherless, you didn't get to understand the real being of who you really are. So now you are becoming one with this father and this infinite intelligence that you're supposed to be one with. And a judge of the widows. So... We see how the widows are nothing more than the subconscious mind that is not connected with the father, which is the conscious mind. When the two are not connected like how it's supposed to be and the f conscious mind is killed and it's not one with the subconscious, you make the subconscious mind a widow. And when you let the subconscious mind become a widow and it runs rampant, your life will go to hell because within the subconscious mind, all is 
being created. So you will create hell if you're not consciously creating everything and is God in his holy habitation. So when you become one with the subconscious mind and it is no longer a widow, you will become God in your holy habitation and that habitation is within you and holy means revered and honorable. So now you will revere this God in you and the habitation where it will be will reside inside you because you will become one with who you're supposed to be one with because you will see yourself as a greater figure because you will be this God that you're supposed to be. Most people aren't aware to this and by not being aware to this, they are absolutely lost. Because like a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. Psalms 103 verse 13. So like a father that pitieth his children. So the children here are nothing more than your ideals and your values. The Lord is that infinite intelligence, the authoritative figure that is in you that make you see that you should gain the authority over your life. And when you fear him, it comes from the Hebrew word yira, meaning honor, reverence. And the same thing as when you honor yourself and honor who you're supposed to be. You understand how great you are supposed to be. And when you understand your greatness and your spirituality and see that your mind and your subconscious mind holds it all, you will gain the power that you're supposed to gain. Many people will be so-called men of God or so-called a person of the cloth, but will not really understand this. So they let their subconscious mind roam wild and it goes rampant. And when the subconscious mind becomes your master, your life becomes hell. The subconscious mind is a horrible master, but a great slave. And if you use it wisely, it will give you all that you desire. When you use it the way that you're not supposed to use it, it becomes hell. And once it becomes hell to you, you will have a life filled with hell. And hell is more than a rough life. Hell is not a place where you burn in fire forever and you deal with constant pain when you die. Because for one, I want you to answer this question to yourself. How can you feel pain when you're dead and you don't have no nerve endings or a physical body? Pain is something that you feel because you have a physical body with nerve endings. When you die, you are a spirit. Spirit can't feel pain, right? Now, how are you going to burn forever in a place where it's always hot and hell is supposed to be a dry place? There are no oxygen. There is no oxygen. Oxygen, fire needs oxygen to, to keep burning, to live. There are no trees. There's no water. There's nothing. No moisture. It's just sadness, pain, fire, and it's just always burning and nonstop um, suffering. Man created this. This came out of man's mind. But when you analyze it, it makes no sense. Family, you see that. Now, the hell that you will go through is a life where you're getting burnt by life and every day is hard and it's not the life that you created. That is hell. That is what it's talking about. But man has misconstrued it, corrupted the real meaning of hell. And when you do that, you ruin everything. And now you have people running around thinking that when they die, they will be punished if they don't live according to the way that they were told by someone else that this God of the Bible wants them to live. You see the problem here. And that problem is very serious because the father of the righteous shall greatly rejoice and he that begetteth a wise child shall have joy in him.
So now you understand that once you become righteous and the father that is in you, righteous means nothing more than principles and values. And when you are a person of principles and values and a great understanding of who you are, you will always rejoice. And when you um, begetteth a wise child, which is your values from you understanding your righteousness and who you are, you will have joy in what you created. Everyone has joy in their creations. It's just like when you look at the physical world and someone has a child who is on the honor roll, who is graduating at the top of their class and who is gaining all types of awards and accolades. Aren't you happy? Wouldn't a proud parent be happy at a child that is gaining many degrees and diplomas and that is graduating and doing great things because you know that is a reflection of you and that is a part of your upbringing and that is what you created. In my father's house are many mansions. If I were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. We see that, right? So in my father's house are many mansions. If we're not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. John chapter 14, verse 2. We see that the father's house here uh, is, first we have to think about a mansion. A mansion is nothing more than a home that is a dwelling that is luxurious. It is a dwelling that is grandeur, something that is beautiful. So now we see that the saying that in my father's house, the father's house here is your mind. And the house and the many mansions that may reside in your mind are the great grandeur thoughts that are liking to a mansion, that are the greatness and the big thoughts that you have that will be great. And if it were not so, you would know because you would be filled with doubt and when you're not filled with doubt and the doubt is no longer living inside you you know that this place is being prepared for you and that place that is being prepared for you is all the greatness that is coming and that is to come and that will come and that will become your life and when the greatness come it is nothing more than happiness because you know when Israel was a child then I loved him and called my son out of Egypt Hosea chapter 11, verse 1. What is Hosea? Hosea in Hebrew means salvation. And salvation, people have misconstrued this word and think it means being saved by a God that punished you and he's coming back to save you. No, salvation means nothing more than being saved from a situation. If you wake up, when you wake up in the morning and you are seeking breakfast because they say it's the most important meal of the day, you are seeking salvation from being hungry and that breakfast is your salvation. When you're thirsty and you go get a drink of water, that water is your salvation from the thirst. When you're hungry or when you need love and you find a mate and you find love, that is your salvation from your lack of love. Salvation is nothing more than you being saved from a situation of lack. And right here we see that Israel, if you know how Israel came about, Israel was once Jacob. Jacob's name got turned into Israel and now was a child and I loved him and called my son out of Egypt. Egypt represents limitation bondage. When you come out of Egypt, that means you are coming out of anything that is holding you back, creating doubt or preventing your life from being what it's supposed to be. And now we see that when you find out that you love him, you love that God inside you and you know your abilities and you're not doubting who you are and all your children, your child, your values are coming with you out of the limitation and out of the doubt and the self-deprivation um, depri and you holding yourself back in Egypt. Egypt will always be your land of bondage, so you must seek salvation from it and leave that land. Think about that, brothers and sisters. So whenever the Father speaks, you must listen.
You must listen because his father is in you and it's a powerful force and his father drives you to be the best version of yourself because that is what you should only be focused on being and elevating yourself spiritually. I thank you so much for listening. Please go on over to mindmoretheinfo.com and subscribe. Until next time, brothers and sisters, have a good one. Now, let us go into the silence.